This episode is sponsored by Launch. Are you an insurance agent that is tired of quoting business to try and find a better premium to win new deals? Are you looking for a way to differentiate and stand out from your competition? Well, look no further than Launch. Launch is an industry-leading software platform that gives you pre-built assessments that you can walk through with your prospect. Launch automatically calculates your prospect's risk score, and this allows you to show your prospect the areas you can fix to negotiate better premium and coverage with underwriters. Offer more value to your clients, turn missed sales into closed business, and most of all, become a better advisor to your clients. Visit getlaunch.io today to get more information on how you can use Launch to win more BORs starting right now. That's getlaunch.io to learn more. All right, welcome back to GPP After Hours, everybody. Yeah. We haven't done one of these in a while. It's been a while, but these are a lot of fun to get to spend a few minutes and recap when we think uh, we hear something special. So Absolutely. And that, what we were talking about uh, before that was super intriguing, we both got a lot out of, was the conversation with Andrew Atkinson that we had on a recent episode, right? Yep. Um, he's doing some really unique stuff. Uh, Andrew's an expert in work comp and he's created a heck of a book of business. He's in the million dollar, uh, producer challenge with insight performance group, meaning his goal in a given calendar year was a million dollars of revenue. Um, new revenue, new revenue. Yep. And so, um, you know, he talks about that. He talks about his new business and where he's at. But what we were really impressed with was how he's kind of differentiated himself in the marketplace, how he's really branded himself in the marketplace, and some of the ways that he looks at things, yeah. right? So talk about a couple of those things that you took away from that episode and your conversation with. Well, uh, the first thing that stuck out to me was just he's a genius at uh, you know how he's created a marketing program around what he's doing, you know, he's done so many little unique things Mm -hmm. that has branded himself and his process. And it's done in a fashion that's very simple that anyone can wrap their mind around. It boils complex things down to very simple, but fun kind of concepts. Exactly. So I'd say that's the first kind of high level takeaway is, you know, you need to develop your personal brand around what you're doing and how you're providing value to clients. Yeah. Didn't he have like custom shoes made up like the X mod guy or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And hats. Hats. Yeah. He, uh, he had a hat that said, uh, make your X mod great again, or, <laughs> you know, and, uh, stuff. And just, you know, as you know, trying to make fun exactly. with something that is otherwise, you know, nobody likes to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, so much to dive into on, on that side of things. The other side or, uh, another thing that really stuck out to me in this conversation with Andrew was how you can tell he's an expert in a particular area and that expertise goes deep. And, uh, you know, that came out of, his thought process and how he looks at himself um, and how he needed to differentiate himself in the, in the marketplace, right? Like he, he, he was thinking about it from his accountant's perspective. I think he got the idea from his accountant where he's like, you know, people don't need to go and, and, you know, you don't need to have two tax returns done 
your CPA isn't trying to, you know, sell you doing another set of tax returns. It's just doing it different. And there's value in the way that you look at that. If you're engaged with a different CPA that has a deeper expertise in your particular situation, you're aligned with their philosophy and their strategy. And yeah, exactly. So he took that and he's like, well, shoot, you know, everyone has work comp and, uh, nobody needs another work comp policy. We're not selling him another, you know, life insurance policy or something beyond what he already has. It's like, no, they already have it. So what's my angle? And his deep expertise in that particular arena uh, just came. Well, that was his way to build a niche. Yeah. Basically, instead of, you know, the traditional way of coverage or industry-based, he thought of, you know, I could do, I could be, my expertise could be in work comp, which everybody has to buy, every business period. And, I don't, and then I won't segment myself to only one industry, which isn't necessarily good or bad. It's just the way that he found success in it, in building a niche. Um, but he had, you know, he has so many cool one-liners and thought processes in there and ways that he articulates things. You remember the seats on the bus thing? Yeah. Where he said, like, you got to treat how you build your book of business like you have a certain number of seats on the bus. Right, and when you first start driving the bus, you first start out in your career. You're going to bring anybody on the bus that you can because you got to get that thing, you know, full. full. Uh, but as you progress in your career, you're going to get less seats available, less seats available, and so you got to start to make decisions, right? And his decision was, how can I uh, become an expert in an area so I can get really specific and hone in on who I want to go target, what those are, and that became work comp. How he could help uh, high risk work comp clients drive that down. Um, and then, you know, eventually you got to kick some people off the bus sometimes and figure out other avenues to do trade downs or whatever it be to so you can free up more seats for that target client. But it was just a, a great, I thought, the way he walked through that progression of building your book, which is sometimes difficult, right? When we all start, it's just you write anything and everything you can get your hands on because yeah. you got to bring in revenue. But you do have to keep that kind of longer term thought process in mind so you don't get yourself in a pinch long term. Yeah, you do. And it goes back to kind of the firm, the firm's model or whatnot. You know, you may have a certain level of control over that. You might not. Um, I would hope I would hope that the majority of the firms would understand that you got to continue to trade up and, yeah. you know, um, whatnot. But, you know, he, he, he told us, I don't know if this was aired or not, but, uh, He's close. He's over a million and a half dollar book, closer to two million than one five. And uh, he was a waiter at a restaurant, like started in the industry new in 2014. She just killed it, mm -hmm. you know, really diving in. I'd say that's another takeaway is like he made everything that he did sound so simple. And I think we did you know, complicate things way too much. We try to get in the weeds uh, with clients way too deep. You know, there's a certain level of expertise we have to bring to help facilitate a solid risk management program. But how you communicate that with a prospect or a client can be very simple and effective. He's mastered that. Yeah. 100%. I agree. So there's a, there's a huge takeaway there as hey, well. And then we mentioned his workshops too, you know, on that same note. You know, he does... His primary uh, new business generation tool is through workshops. And, you know, he's done over 50, I think he said, or something over the course or over a few years. And 
but he makes them fun, right? He's like, I mean, I do workshops and I have pictures of the Kardashians in there and I have, you know, things that, that just make it more, people remember it more because again, he's taking what can be an otherwise complex topic, but he's creating some fun, right? He's creating some ways to remember these things and remember what's important to the client, right? Because at the end of the day, the client doesn't need to know the full blown formula that goes into calculating your combine. They need to know what do I need to do to control that formula yeah. so that I can keep it as low as possible. And that's what I feel like he's a master at. Yeah. He also, uh, I'm fairly certain this wasn't aired. Um, I won't go into the specifics on it, but one of the cool things that he's done is he has what I'll call a results book. And he keeps a binder and he has all the clients that he works with, all the big names that people would know in his area. And he has what their mod was when he started working with them and what it was a few years later after implementing their strategies and principles, what it was. And um, so he'd walk that around and people would be like, man, you know, how do I know that you're going to implement, you know, what you say you can implement in the workshop, like how do I know you're going to drive that, those type of results for me? And he'd pull out his binder and he's like, here, you know, look through it. Everyone that was in that book gave him permission to share that. And he'd say, you know, thumb through it. And that thing's that thick. And he pulled out another stack. He's like, I got to add these to the binder. <laughs> and you just start, you know, going through it. And you see all these names who, or potentially your competitors and whatnot, and you drop your mod, um, you know, uh, twenty points or something. Twenty yeah. points, yeah. Well, and then you know, some companies are getting um, uh, they don't get the opportunity for certain jobs because their mods high and whatnot. And they see their competitors and they're going after these jobs, and they're like, "Dang it!" So it created this like sense of community and um, like a desire to be in that group. And so I also thought that was super powerful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and there's just so many things in that conversation. I remember you talking this T49 list, remember that? Yep. His top 49. So he made a list of prospects that were the top 49 he wanted to go at that fit his you know, niche of who he wanted to hit on. And he, would, he has that with him constantly. So any lunch, anywhere he wants to go, somebody asks him about it, he just pulls that out. And he's like, I get the question all the time. Why isn't it a top 50 list? Why isn't it a top 49? He's like, eh, 50 just seemed like too many, so I went with 49. <laughs> but I think it's, again, goes back to his fun personality. With yeah. things of like trying to make it He can tell a story fun around and, Yeah, and unique yeah. And, and whatnot. And so, again, it's just little things like that that I feel like he's really mastered in how he does it. So uh, it was, there's a lot packed into a 30, 35-minute episode there. Real quick before we wrap up, you know, we we discuss creating a niche constantly on this show, and um, you know, people we talk to they'll say, well, you know, uh, you know, the work comp just seminars and the expertise in work comp has changed, right? Everyone's doing it now. Every broker has mod master and. They're able to do the analysis and help advise clients on a deeper level. So how could I possibly go out and create a niche in that when the competitors are doing it too and whatnot? And I'd encourage you to think about how it's not just about that. It's also about 
marketing and how you talk about it and how you get butts and seats to your seminar and all the other aspects, not just like the nuts and bolts of, you know, how you're going to strategically bring down their mod. That's obviously part of it and it's got to be there, but it's about so many other things. So like, don't get discouraged about going out and trying to create a niche when you're looking at the list of niches you think you can go after and it's something that somebody else is already doing in your marketplace. There's still an opportunity for you to be successful if you can get, you know, super focused and make it simple, fun and whatnot. Yeah, there's a lot of business out there and there's, you know, a lot of competition that, you know, you might be able to do it better than what they're doing, you know, and, um, you don't have to be, you don't have to have it fully designed out day one, right? That's the seats on the bus analogy too. So, um, I would encourage everybody to check it out. It was an action packed episode with a lot of different nuggets in there. So absolutely. Andrew Atkinson, go check it out. We're going to try to have him on again. We'll keep you posted. It'll be fun. All right. All right. See you.